Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Bart coming at you with another episode of the Back Row Dolphin Show. And first off, I just want to say, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I did not mean to be gone for so long. But for those of you that listen, just to fill you in, I got a new job, a new adventure. Uh, none of my projects, such as podcasting or YouTube, really pans out for me the way that I would like to. It, it does help pay the bills, but it's not a stable source of income. So I did get a new job. There was a lot that came with the, uh, the new job, a lot of new stresses, some learning, and I'm just trying to be all that I can be just trying to be all that I can be. So thanks for being patient with me. Let's, let's hit up on some of the stuff that I've missed that all of you guys have already heard plenty about, but that I have absolutely missed. So Josh Rosen. We tried to make a deal, get something for him. We could, we got something for Kalen Balazs for God's sake. It got vetoed. We ended up getting Kalen Balazs back. I don't remember seeing him get cut, but we got something for him. And now we get nothing for Rosen and we cut him after sinking a second rounder on him. The Josh Rosen era for just about any team is officially over. I mean, we've got a first round bust. The guy can't make the Dolphins team. It, it's, I don't care that we drafted Tua. We've got ourselves a first round bust, uh, in Josh Rosen. I, I don't know if he'll resurface in any kind of relevant role anytime soon. We'll see. I doubt it. Uh, Kalen Balazs traded him and he fails his physical kicks right back to us. Hooray. Hooray. Kalen Balazs. Yahoo. Yeehaw. Honest to God, don't know if he got cut or not. Let me just look that up real quick. A little clicky clacky here. Kalen Balazs. And he is an American uh, football running back for the Miami Dolphins. So, yeah. No. Dolphins cutting Kalen Balazs four days ago. They cut him four days ago. Good call. Not very good. Not a fan. I tried to tell everybody at the Midwest Expo, the Fantasy Football Expo, Last year, before the season started, that, that uh, Kenyon Drake was the guy to own, not Kalen Balazs. Not Kalen Balazs. Now, the next thing that is fairly exciting is Miami made a trade for Lynn Bowden. Lynn Bowden, a 2020 rookie from the Oakland, Las Vegas, whatever Raiders, we traded a fourth and sixth round pick, I believe, or we traded a fourth and we got a sixth and Lynn Bowden back. And it's exciting. Lynn Bowden, we don't have a slot receiver on this team. Lynn Bowden has the potential to be a high level slot receiver. Now, the one thing I worry about, why? Why did the Las Vegas Raiders trade Lynn Bowden? I saw that they weren't impressed with him on the field. Uh, one of Kentucky's coaches said that they weren't using him right at the Raiders camp, but something's got to give here. Lynn Bowden, the guy was a third round pick, I believe. And the Raiders trade him. Like I know Brian Edwards is a big, big deal right now. He's a ray of sunshine in that draft class. And it looks like he's going to be a star. Yeah. I said it a star, but still you sank some capital into Lynn Bowden. Now here's the thing. They wanted him to play running back. He gets traded to Miami, and Miami wants him to play wide receiver. So that that's the right move on our end. 
if he's going to pan out to be anything, it is going to be a wide receiver. We can use him as a gadget guy. We can use him on returns. We can use him in the slot. We could use him as an emergency running back. I'm excited to see what they do with Lynn Bowden. Very, very excited because we basically, we listen, we've already lost a few guys that we drafted. We're not having a good time with some of our draft picks. Most of them look great, but uh, I can't remember the guy's name, defensive end, that we drafted out of Boise State. Didn't pan out. Now he's a Cleveland Brown. Curtis Weaver, now he's a Cleveland Brown. So at least we add some more youth, some more upside to this team, and I'm excited to see what Miami does with Lynn Bowden. Hopefully it pans out. Now let's talk about some other things. Week one is upon us officially upon us. We are, today is Thursday. We are, what, three days, four days from game one. Now, Devontae Parker, questionable. Mike Gusecki, questionable. Preston Williams, questionable. Maybe we traded for Lynn Bowden so we would have a player on the field at wide receiver. Because right now it's, it's looking dicey as to who's going to play on Sunday. I imagine most of those guys will play. I imagine one of those three between Williams, Gasecki, and Parker, one out of three will sit out, two out of three will get cleared. That's just my prediction. But it's it's not good. We we were already rough at wide receiver. So now we've got those issues to worry about. So essentially Miami goes into the season two quarterbacks deep. It's Fitzpatrick, it's Tua. Let me tell you right now, unless Fitzpatrick just absolutely stinks up the place, which I don't think he's going to do, Tua Tagovailoa is not going to play. He's not going to play. This is Ryan Fitzpatrick's team. This is Ryan Fitzpatrick's year to start the whole season all the way through. And Tua Tagovailoa will not play. You heard it here first. Ryan Fitzpatrick, this is not me being a homer. This is me understanding that sometimes quarterbacks are really late bloomers. Anybody remember Rich Gannon or Brad Johnson? Those guys were late bloomers. There is value to be had out of a veteran quarterback that you may not have had before. Ryan Fitzpatrick was not even a fringe starter for most of his career until the last handful of years. He's been the proverbial go out and get your uh, stopgap guy. He's started for the Bills, the Jets, the Finns. There's more. I just can't remember. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, this is his team. He's going to play all season long, and I'm telling you right now, he's going to have a good season. Maybe not a great season, but he's going to have a good season. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have possibly his best season as a pro. Does that mean Miami gets to the playoffs? No, I'm not saying that. I just think Ryan Fitzpatrick keeps our team competitive and has a pretty good statistical and uplifting season in the process. So, let's talk about week one against New England. So, it's Fitzpatrick. Our running backs are healthy. It looks like Jordan Howard, Matt Bereda, they're going to be fine. I don't know if Malcolm Perry's going to, uh, you know, come into the fold any, or Miles Gaskin. I don't know if those guys are going to play a whole lot, but we know that our running backs are healthy, and the two quarterbacks that we kept on the roster, they're healthy. I don't know who they're throwing the ball to. If 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 our guys sit, if we don't have any wide receivers, if we end up rolling out Malcolm Perry and Lynn Bowden at wide receiver, 
I don't know how that's going to go. Luckily, we signed Adam uh, or traded for Adam Shaheen. So if Kaseki goes down, hey, maybe Shaheen turns out to be something. We uh, don't have Raekwon McMillan. I don't. I think it's been so long since I've done an episode that we haven't even talked about Raekwon McMillan. How insane is that? A little Windows notification for you. So Raekwon McMillan is gone. I, you know, I actually recorded two episodes. One I messed up terribly, and the other I just didn't like. I, I just wasn't happy with myself. So Raekwon McMillan traded to the Raiders. Brilliant move by the Dolphins. He does not fit the scheme. He's a two-down thumper. The Raiders already have some of those. I'm not sure why the Raiders wanted him. Nick Kwiatkowski is one of the best two- or three-down thumpers in the league that nobody knows about, and then they go out and grab Raekwon McMillan. But let me tell you, if they use him correctly, that Raiders defense is already on the up-and-up. McMillan just did not fit what Coach Flores is trying to do in Miami, which is jack-of-all-trades players. Mm, guys that can wear a lot of different hats on defense. And on offense, for that matter. Why do you think we have Malcolm Perry and Lim Bowden? We've got our two alpha receivers in Preston Williams and uh, Devontae Parker, but you got to have your Swiss Army knives, and we got a couple rookies at Swiss Army knives that could develop. Then you got Matt Bereda, who's a Swiss Army knife. Tua Tagovailoa is a Swiss Army knife. Th this is what Flores is doing. He's building a toolbox of multifaceted tools, and it's going to work. It's going to work. So week one, we got the Patriots. What do I expect out of this game? I expect the Dolphins win. Yeah, I do. Absolutely 100% ex expect a Dolphins win. Cam Newton has been great. You know, there's lots of love in the air. Bill Belichick, Cam Newton. Oh, they like each other. Oh, they giggle. Oh, look at them playing with each other's ball sacks. That's oh, so sweet. Look, they're, they're just, they're petting them. They're petting each other's. It, it's so nice. Listen, I love that these guys have found someone to love, but it's not going to all come together week one. Football is going to be messy. It, it's going to be sloppy in week one. So don't for a minute think that Cam Newton, who's been with the Patriots for a fifth of the offseason, is going to walk in and just destroy the Dolphins. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. Could they win? Yes. They're not going to destroy the Dolphins. Cam Newton is not going to be the X factor that gets the Patriots the win. The Patriots are hurting at running back. Their wide receivers were already not impressive. Their defense took a hit because we took half their defense. This is not going to be a walk in the park for New England. I expect a Miami Dolphins victory. I expect Miami to maybe even put the legal notice that we're not the bottom feeders anymore. We're not tanking for Tua. We got him. We got him, and we don't even need him yet. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be just fine. We're going to be competitive. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. We're not going to win the division. We're not going to go on to a conference championship, but we're not going to be pushovers like we were for the first eight to ten games of last year. Not going to happen. Miami's not going to just roll over. Brian Flores is the guy. I've never been more confident since I've been a Miami Dolphins fan in a and a coach that I watched get hired. I, I put that in there because of Don Shula. I'm not going to say I'm more confident in Flores than Shula. We love Shula. But Shula was already in place when I was born. So Brian Flores, total faith, brother. I have your back. And I think Miami's going to pull one out. 
and I think it's going to be a balanced win. Jordan Howard will score a touchdown. Matt Barreto will score a touchdown. Ryan Fitzpatrick will throw for two. So we're talking 28 points right there. Field goal is going to happen, maybe two of them. So 34 to 20. 34 to 20, Miami over New England. That's my prediction. I'm excited. I am so excited that football is back. And I'm so excited that you're still with me. Hopefully, I might check the downloads on this episode after a week and see that I got three instead of the normal that I expect from you guys. But thanks for hanging in there and waiting on me. Life has been crazy. Like I said, got this new job. Things are going well, but it has cut into my time a little bit only because of the learning. I don't know about you guys, but when I do anything new that takes any of my time, it mentally drains me. So this this new job has mentally drained me to where I have zero motivation to do any of the projects I was working on. Podcast, YouTube. By the way, uh, shameless plug, the Back Row Fantasy Show podcast. That's the flagship on this network. It's our fantasy football podcast. It's our two to three hosts live in the studio podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Obscure mics on YouTube. If you're interested in podcasting, I talk about microphones that you can find cheaper than all the new latest and greatest like Shure SM7B style stuff. We're talking about oddball microphones that you can find cheap that actually sound really good or don't. I put them all in there. Back Row Dolphins show. You're listening to it. Bark and Peach know everything. That's a comedy show. That's a comedy podcast. Bark and Peach know everything. If you want to hear the worst parts of me, and my co-host, Peach. that's the show you want to listen to. Some folks say it's hilarious. Some folks say we're absolutely fucking ridiculous and stupid. Both of those are true. So check those podcasts out and come back next time. We will be talking again once Miami plays this Sunday. I will try to get an episode out immediately after that game if possible so we can talk about what we saw, what there is to be excited about, and what makes us want to go behind our tool shed and cut our own throats. Let's hope nothing happens that makes us want to do that. We're just happy football is back. It's that simple. Happy football is back. Happy you guys are here. Happy you're sticking around. Happy to see you next time. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again on the Back Road Dolphins show Sunday evening or Monday morning, one or the other. I'm going to try to get it out so we can talk about what happened. Peace out.